Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Alexa. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I hope that everybody had a good weekend. Before I start the show, first, I want to say my thoughts and prayers are to the city of New Orleans as they wake up this morning without power with Hurricane Ida that slammed the Louisiana coast as a Category 4 hurricane. I have some ties with New Orleans. As you know, I went down there 16 years ago uh, to help out with the Hurricane Katrina and everything that happened. And so I'm just keeping an eye on the levees to see if they will hold. And hopefully they will. And uh, New Orleans will recover from this. And we had some other things go on. I just want to, my hearts uh, go out to the, the families of the 13 fallen service members who were killed in Kabul, Afghanistan. At the Braves game yesterday, they had a very special tribute where they laid 13 flags over seats at Truett's Park during the scening of God Bless America in the seventh inning stretch. Very powerful moment there as the opera singer Timothy Miller always does a great job, phenomenal job with God Bless America. We do have a very busy show this morning. I'm going to talk about the Braves taking two out of three against the San Francisco Giants as they won yesterday nine to nothing. I was in attendance at Truett's Park. And right now the Atlanta Braves have a four and a half game lead over the Philadelphia Phillies. The Atlanta Braves, right after the game yesterday, got on a plane and traveled to the West Coast where they will take on the Los Angeles Dodgers tonight. That game is actually on ESPN. They will play them for a three-game series, a rematch of the 2020 NLCS. The Dodgers are two and a half back from the San Francisco Giants. So the Giants didn't lose any ground to the Dodgers because the Rockies defeated the Dodgers two out of three over the weekend. And previewing this series between the Braves and the Dodgers... Drew Smiley will go up against Julio Urias. Urias has been one of the Dodgers' best pitchers all year, but the Dodgers really caught fire when they acquired Max Scherzer. He has been nothing but brilliant. They've had injuries to Clayton Kershaw, and Trevor Bauer has been out because of those harassment allegations. And after that, it's a crapshoot with David Price being inconsistent. They had a bullpen session yesterday. They didn't have a starting pitcher in the lineup. And this should be a very interesting three-game series at Dodger Stadium. As the Braves are getting hot at the right time, they had Jorge Soler hit another home run. Austin Riley leads the clubhouse with 28 home runs. He had a two-run home run. And the Braves had an outstanding pitching performance from Ian Anderson as he pitched five innings of scoreless baseball. And as the dog days of summer wind down, we get a clearer picture of what the postseason is going to look like in baseball. 
Preseason football wrapped up yesterday as we start the regular season on September 9th. And do you think it was a good idea that Matt Ryan did not take a single snap in preseason as the Cleveland Browns defeated the Atlanta Falcons 19-10? We saw the debut of Josh Rosen as he came in in relief to backup quarterback Felipe Franks. Both players are competing for that number two job And the one thing that scares me is the offensive line for the Atlanta Falcons. Not very consistent, and their second streeners aren't all that great. And what happens if Matt Ryan gets injured? Do they have a reliable second string quarterback in their system? This is why I felt that the Falcons needed to draft the heir apparent to Matt Ryan. Even if it was a quarterback in the second round, they can develop that player. I think the Falcons are going to take a quarterback in next year's draft. There's some good ones, including Spencer Rattler, JT Daniels, and Sam Howell. But Josh Rosen came in. He had a pretty decent game, 9 of 18, 118 yards with one touchdown. He was sacked twice. Yesterday's game saw the debut of Kyle Pitt. He had a very impressive 27-yard gain, and he is going to be a handful for defenders. He is going to be a matchup nightmare for linebackers in this league to come. He has shown why he was the highest drafted tight end ever in the NFL draft. The season will start on September 12th, as the Atlanta Falcons will host the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles got a big move over the weekend as the Jaguars traded Gardner Minshew to the Eagles, and now Minshew is going to battle for that starting position, but more than likely he's going to be a backup to Jalen Hurts, which will be the starter. And the Philadelphia Eagles, under a new era, with head coach David Sirianni and they have a very weak division. Remember the Washington football team won the division last year at 7-9. and nine. Now that we have a 17-game season, how well will these teams do? Another quarterback did not take a snap in the preseason was Dak Prescott. Will he be ready for the opener against Tampa Bay Thursday night? That is going to be a massive game as well. Looking at the week one games, You got the Steelers taking on the Bills. I think the Bills are one of the favorites to reach the Super Bowl as Josh Allen got the big contract extension and they got a very good team. Stephon Diggs, one of the best wide receivers. You got the Vikings taking on the Bengals, the 49ers taking on the Lions. Who will start for San Francisco? Will it be Jimmy Garoppolo or will it be Trey Lance? The Arizona Cardinals will travel to Nashville to take on the Titans in the debut of Julio Jones. Seattle will take on Indianapolis. Will Carson Wentz be ready for that matchup? The Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Washington football team. The New York Jets will travel to Charlotte to take on the Carolina Panthers. It will be the return of Sam Darnold taking on his former team. The Jacksonville Jaguars, who named a starter, Trevor Lawrence, who had a very impressive final preseason game against the Cowboys, will travel to Houston to take on the Texans. And the Jaguars are favored by three, and we're not sure if Deshaun Watson is even going to play in that game. The Cleveland Browns will take on the Kansas City Chiefs, the rematch of the AFC Divisional game where the Chiefs won 22-17. And then you have the Miami Dolphins taking on the New England Patriots. Who will start that game? Will it be Cam Newton or will it be Mac Jones? Green Bay will travel to New Orleans. Right now, New Orleans 
Not sure of the status of that game, but Green Bay will take on New Orleans and Jameis Winston has been named a starter for week one. And then Denver will take on the New York Giants. The Sunday night game is a good one at SoFi Stadium. Finally, we get to see a regular season game at SoFi Stadium with fans as the Chicago Bears will take on the Los Angeles Rams. And how will the Rams look with Matthew Stafford as the quarterback? They have a new running back, Sony Michelle. And will the Chicago Bears start Justin Fields? I would. That's a primetime game. You want to get your biggest superstar out there to start that game. The Monday night game, this is a very different year for Monday night football. Usually we have a doubleheader. It's going to be the Baltimore Ravens traveling to Las Vegas. And we finally get to see fans at Allegiant Stadium. That nice stadium there in downtown Vegas, call it the Death Star. It looks amazing. Finally, we get to see fans in Vegas. Lamar Jackson, he's going to need some help because J.K. Dobbins tore his ACL and he is out for the season. He was one of my dark horses in fantasy football. And now the Baltimore Ravens will have to try to find another running back. The Las Vegas Raiders is John Gruden on the hot seat. Derek Carr does have some weapons to throw to. Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, a very incredible running back. And an underrated slot receiver that I'm really a fan of is Hunter Renfro. He is going to have a good season as well. Baltimore is favored by four and a half in this game. But we do have college football. We had college football over the weekend. A big upset, Illinois defeating Nebraska. And is Scott Frost on the hot seat? He's got some trouble ahead of him because of allegations. Illinois wins 30 to 22. Had Fresno State defeat UConn 45 to nothing. You got UCLA. What is UCLA going to look like this year? They trounced Hawaii 44 to 10 and is this the year that Chip Kelly's offense finally comes to fruition? Dorian Thompson Robinson is leading the way at quarterback for the Bruins and they do have a tough schedule. Next week, they will host LSU, and that is going to be the Fox primetime game. That is going to be at the Rose Bowl. Some of the games that are of note this Thursday, you got Ohio State that will travel to Minnesota. Minnesota had a very good season last year, and Ohio State looking to win the Big Ten once again. I saw the college game day show where they were making their picks, and Ohio State still one of the favorites to win the Big Ten outright. Oklahoma, favorites to win the Big 12. Clemson, favorites to win the ACC. Alabama, favorites to win the SEC. We really don't have parity in college football. Just like college basketball, a couple years ago, it was the same four teams that would reach the Final Four every year. Duke, Michigan, Kentucky, and Kansas. In college football, it's going to be the same four teams that reach the college football playoff. Oklahoma, Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama. These teams just cannibalize all the other teams when it comes to recruiting, head coaches. They have just everything. And even though I'm hopeful that Georgia has a chance to possibly knock off Alabama and maybe get into the college football playoff, also Texas A&M is not that far from Alabama. There are teams in the SEC that could challenge Alabama this year, but they are not quite there because of what Nick Saban has done with that program since he took over in 2007. It's been complete dominance for the Alabama Crimson Tide since Nick Saban has been the head coach. Alabama will take on Miami in the Chick-fil-A game at 3.30 on ABC. 
and Alabama is favored by 18 and a half points. That is going to be a huge game. And then Georgia will take on Clemson in the Duke Mayo Classic at 7.30 on ABC. Clemson is favored by three. That could be the barometer between both teams. And a lot of experts are saying that Clemson is just going to run away with it because Georgia has a lot of players that are injured. (laughs) Some of the other games of note, Penn State will take on Wisconsin in a Big Ten matchup. And then you have the Sunday night game where Notre Dame will take on Florida State. The Monday night game is the second part of the Chick-fil-A Classic, and it will be Louisville taking on Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels. Ole Miss looking to have a good season as Lane Kiffin continues his tear in the SEC in his second year of coaching there in the SEC. Congratulations to the Little League team from Taylor, Michigan for winning the Little League World Series. I know here in Columbus we were getting excited because the Northern Little League out of Columbus placed third in the Southeast Regionals, but this year it was different in the Little League World Series as it was just teams from this country. No international teams. So you had more Little League teams in the Little League World Series from this country. Taylor, Michigan defeats Hamilton, Ohio 5-2. So congratulations to them and can't wait for the start of Little League Baseball in March. Opening day is always great because it's a new season and that's where the Little League journey starts in March with these opening day games. I'm excited that I can go to the park where Northern Little League plays and watch the teams play. It's always a great treat that it's right near my house, and I really look forward to it. So Little League is over. Of course, we have fall ball over the weekend. Atlanta United dropped a match to Nashville SC, 2 mil, and Atlanta drops to ninth place as they are tied with the Columbus crew. Right now, DC United has... 30 points, and they are three points ahead of Atlanta United. Nashville moves to a virtual tie with Orlando for second in the Eastern Conference. What a story Nashville SC has been in its second year of existence, trying to have the same success that Atlanta United did when they first entered the league in 2017. Right now, the best team in Major League Soccer is the New England Revolution. All right, of course, on Friday is my high school preview show. And week three is going to be big. We do have a lot of high school teams that have buys, including Shaw, Kendrick, Jordan, Columbus, and Troop County. But the big game is Smith Station and Central. Smith Station had a very impressive 50 to nothing win over Columbus over the weekend. The game of the week lived up to the hype. You had Auburn defeating Opelika. And now Opelika, this powerhouse team in 6A, one of the favorites to win the state title, is now 0-2. 0-2, you say. They're taking on Lanier. And that's going to be a Thursday night game this week coming up. Auburn, another challenge next week as they will take on Prattville. And, of course, Russell County, its home opener, will take on Park Crossing. Another team that fell to 0-2 after losing to Dothan over the week. And it was always fun. The Heritage Bowl was fun. Carver defeats Spencer. And it was nice to see... A lot of people that live in Columbus that went to Carver and Spencer were out at A.J. McClung, and they had a great time. It's always good for those rivalry games. Up here in LaGrange, a big rivalry matchup between Troop County and Callaway. Callaway gets the victory, and they are now 2-0. And they will take on 
Hardaway next week. So the defending 2A state champs for the state of Georgia is off to a very impressive 2-0 start. You have Central that dominated Eufaula 35-0, and they are off to an impressive 2-0 start. And of course, they will take on their longtime rival Smith Station next week. That should always be a good matchup for Central as they try to make it back to the state playoffs they always have a great program there in Phoenix City. So this Friday, I will have my high school football show as I will recap all the games from week two to include the single A private and single A public. I'll talk about Calvary Christian and Brookstone, the two private schools here in Columbus, a single A. And then you have your single A public. And then, of course, you have Marion County down there in Buena Vista. We'll talk about We'll give those schools some love as well as... I get all my information from maxpreps.com. I am the PA announcer for Russell County High Football, so I will keep tabs. What I'd like to do during the broadcast is to announce the scores from all the other games. And so that's what I will do during the broadcast. So it's always great to have all this knowledge of high school football as we get into week three. Got a Labor Day weekend coming up, and we've got some great football matchups coming up this weekend that is always a treat if you are a sports fan want to thank all my listeners that have downloaded my podcast and don't forget to like and subscribe to my facebook channel i am always on five days a week i try to get this show done early in the morning as possible there's a lot of big things that i'm planning for this show to include guests and i would like to have a special high school football podcast itself something that's completely separate from what I'm doing right now. And who knows, maybe I might get some sponsors or something. But what I'd like to do, I get more people in my audience if I go Facebook Live. I'm trying to set up my studio where I can do that because I don't really have a studio to shoot out of to go Facebook Live. If I go Facebook Live, it's usually at a remote location like a park or a hotel or sky's the limit. But thank you for listening to my show. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.